Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to The Passing Shot, the tennis catch-up podcast serving you with the latest news, gossip, and results from the ATP and WTA circuit and British tennis. Ready? Play. Please take your seats quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Hello and welcome, Passing Shotters, to the latest episode of your Tennis Catch-Up podcast. Today on the Passing Shot, we're going to be looking forward to the fourth Grand Slam of the year. It's in New York, it's in Flushing Meadow, it's the US Open 2018. And what we're going to do today is preview both the men and women's draws. Now, before we get into all of that... um, It's time for me, as per usual, to introduce to you my tennis partner in crime, my Rafa Nadal expert, my fan of niche double entries. It's my co-host, Kim. How are you doing, Kim? Hi, yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm excited. It's, you know, we're getting up to Grand Slam season. I can finally watch it because it's on Amazon Prime. Fantastic. yeah, uh, how are you? How are you shaping up for for the grand? Yeah, time? good. I'm just going to have to adjust my sleeping pattern slightly. Uh, lots of late nights as we're watching it over in Europe. So, um, yeah, very excited for Monday. I I think the I think the best strategy for us is you can cover late nights. I can cover early mornings. I'm going to set my alarm 15 minutes early and uh, ensure I can just digest my live scores app and kind of look through all the results ready and kind of can, can contemplate them on my, you know, commute, my commute in to work. In yeah. It sounds like a good plan. <laughs> cool. Um, so for, so for all our listeners, yeah, it's the U S open, um, you know, hardcore, hardcore grand slam tournament um, in Flushing Meadow in New York. Um, I think the biggest, biggest kind of news going into uh, going into the tournament that this is going to be the first time in a long time I think in in certainly in over a year that um, the first uh, the big four so Andy Murray Novak Djokovic Roger Federer and uh, Rafa Nadal uh, will all be in uh, a main draw in the same tournament uh, for the first time um, so what we're going to do with this episode is we're going to look at the men's draw we're going to look at the women's draw and we're going to go through each of them quarter by quarter um we the draw came out on friday so we've had time to kind of digest and look at all the the matchups in the first round look at all the potential routes all the players have um as well as kind of the british contingent as well um and we're just going to kind of kind of discuss our you know our feelings um for each for each quarter of the draw uh and then finally we're going to give uh give us give you guys some uh predictions um for the semi-finals and the finals for uh, the men's and women's. So let's start with the men's draw um, and looking at the top quarter. 
Um, so the top quarter, obviously, you have in there, Kim, your favourite, uh, Nadal as the top <laughs> seed. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good draw for Rafa, actually. Um, there's not really any names that I would be overly concerned about. Um, I mm. think Rafa is going to be in the semi-finals, barring injury or a really bad day at the office. Um, I mean, he's playing Ferrer in the first round, but Ferrer's not really kind of uh, the player that he used to be. I, yeah, yeah. For me, that matchup, it's a very like nostalgic yeah. matchup. It's a matchup that's kind of like, you know, I probably would have been, you know, expected almost to see that in a, a quarterfinal or even maybe a semifinal if it was on yeah. the day. Um, you know, maybe Back like five, six yeah. years ago or whatever. Back in the day. Um, but it's kind of now, um, you know, yeah, it's got that nos- it's got that nostalgia nostalgia feeling. Yeah, to it. absolutely. I mean, I think uh, Rafa's tougher matches might be third round. He could place um, Kachanov, Kachanov, however you say his name. Um, who yep. they had a, yep. they had a good match in Toronto uh, just a few weeks ago, and then Kevin Anderson is also up mm. there. Um, I mean. Just from a British perspective as well, Rafa could face uh, Edmund if Edmund manages to get so far. Yeah. As I think that's in in the fourth round. Yeah, I think it'd be fourth yeah. round. So there's some um, potentially some good matchups in that quarter, but nothing, yeah. um, you know, groundbreaking or um, you know. But often, you know, it's, it's sometimes the matches that you don't necessarily think are going to be the most exciting that turn out to be the epic. So, yep, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think for me in that draw, the the watch out or the for me like the unknown quantity is is Kevin Anderson, and you know he's been, uh, you know, he was a finalist um, at the U.S. Open last year, um, and he was also a finalist at Wimbledon, um, well earlier in the season. So I just wonder whether he could spring a surprise or two. You know, he's got the he's had the experience of going deep. Um, in the majors, and I wonder whether he can build on that and uh, you know go even go even further and, and cause you know potential any poten- any potential shots. Yeah, I mean he did so well at Wimbledon. That match against Federer was just amazing, and and the Isner match. So yeah, it will be interesting to see how he does actually after after mm. his um, performance there. Yeah. But the I've just kind of looking at the draw. He could face Shapovalov in the third round, and that would be quite a tasty. tasty match. That would be quite a tasty matchup, yeah, I, agree. I think. Also um, got um cool. in there, so he's not, you know, to be discounted. He's not been in the form that he was previously, but you know, I mean, it, so if, if I'm being honest, yeah, I mean, he's got the American crowd, but I would, I mean, I just think he's, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I don't know how to put it nicely. He seemed to. He's not reached the heights he he reached at the end of last mm-hmm. season. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the American crowd, you know, I guess with a lot of the Americans, you know, when you've got when they've got the crowd behind them, you know, being very passionate and voice for us, um, it's almost like it adds that kind of extra. It can bring people's games up another other level. Um, so it might be a good, you know, yeah, it might be a good way to kind of uh, bring him bring him kind of closer to where he he should be in terms of performance um so yeah that that will be interesting kind of to see as well um so moving on to the second quarter now the top seed in the second quarter um is the third seed uh Juan Martin Del Potro 
Um, now, Del Potro, although he is like the third seed in the tournament, in my view, it's kind of like, you know, does he, would he strike, you know, if he was on the other side of the net, would he strike fear into me as the third seed? You know, he hasn't had a very, he hasn't had an ideal run up um, to the US Open. He pulled out of Toronto um, and then lost to David Goffin in, in Cincinnati. Um, so I just wonder, you know, is he going to be short of, well, is he short of match practice going in and has he got a few niggles that, as going to stop him going, you know, going deep in this tournament. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you just, you don't really know what you're going to get with Del Potro sometimes. And, you know, he's had so many injury battles. So I think it really depends which version of him turns up. Um, I think, you know, if he's on form, he could absolutely go all the way and win it. Um, but it's just, you know, it'll be interesting to see what kind of shape he is in. Yeah, I think... And I think for me, he might, you know, he starts off against a qualifier. Um, and I think, you know, I think we'll know a lot more about where he's at once he uh, gets to face um, a, a seeded player. Um, I think the first seed he could face um, is Vadasco. And I still think, um, although kind of Vadasco is similar to Ferrer in terms of that like veteran status, um, he actually offers a bit more um, still on like a hard court. So I think that might be a first kind of, you know, if they both get there, I think that might be a, might give us a good inkling in, into how, you know, Del Potro, how Del Potro is playing and approaching. Yeah. And um, of course, Andy Murray is in this bit of the draw. So mm. he opens against James Duckworth of Australia. Um, but if he should get to the third round, he would play Del Potro. So that would be really interesting to see where Murray's at. Um, I, I wouldn't expect Murray to win that by any by any means but you know he's only just coming back really didn't really have the, the best uh performance in cincinnati so we'll just have to wait and see but that that would be quite a a tasty match yeah, <laughs> yeah i yeah well yeah i think with murray it's kind of like you know he's he's got through to um he got through you know he's come through to the tournament without without any kind of Oh, no, still on the comeback trail. Um, and yeah, no one is expecting him to kind of go into the US Open and, and win it. Um, you know, for me, I would love to see him get to the second week. Mm. Uh, I think fitness is still going to be a massive issue. Um, and yeah, if he, can get to, if he can get to the third round and yeah, if he faces Del Potro, kind of similar, I think, you know, we'll, we'll understand a lot more about his credentials at the US Open um will yeah we'll understand a lot more about you know how far he could potentially go um you know looking at the other matchups in that quarter you've also got uh Warrenka and Dimitrov who are scheduled to face each other in the first round the repeat um, of Wimbledon right because they had uh that that match yeah, yeah. round one Wimbledon <laughs> it's just it's always they <laughs> must be sick of each other <laughs> Um, I mean, that one, Stan won, I think, in Wimbledon, didn't he? So it'd be interesting. I would probably pick him to to beat uh, Dimitrov again. I just don't think Griggle's particularly done much of late. I, I wouldn't really put any money on him in this tournament, but hey, maybe he'll prove us wrong. Yeah, I think, you know, with... Uh... Yeah, I would back, you'd back Warrenka. And I think actually Warrenka might be a bit of a dark horse mm. in this quarter to get through to 
potentially to the semi-finals because you know he he's obviously coming back from injury as well in a similar position to Murray. Um, but he performed quite well in um, in the Rogers Cup and in Cincinnati. Um, he pushed Federer very close. Um, I think he was nearly like two points from victory um, against Federer um, in Cincinnati. So I think he's he's got some form behind him. He's almost back to back to his peak now. Um, and it will be interesting, yeah, to see if he can if he can do that at, at Grand Slam level. Yeah, well, he's proven that he can in the past, so we will see. Um, but in this bit, we've also mm. got um, Tsitsipas, who did extremely well in Toronto. So um be interesting to see what he does in the US Open. And you've also got Ryonic, um, who's been a bit quiet of late, Isner, Korich. So there's quite a few names in this quarter. Come through. Yeah, there's no kind of standout, there's no standout favourite. And, it, you know, the semi-finalist or, you know, the quarterfinal matchup could come from any, yeah. from any of a number of names, given that there's yeah, quite a few unknown quantities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, moving on to the third quarter. Uh, this is Alex Sverev's quarter. Um, I thought it was interesting to see that Alex Sverev going into the US Open this year has announced that um, Ivan Lendl, um, who was coaching um, Andy Murray, is in his box. Um, did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, Lendl obviously had a, a tremendous effect on Andy at Slam. So I think... I think it's a good move. I think Zverev's just, you know, massively underperformed so far in the slams and it's about time he kind of took it up a level. So I think Lendl, you know, we'll see what effect he does have. For me, this this quarter is is kind of like my wishy-washy quarter. There's nothing that really interests <laughs> me about it. Um, you know, you've got Nishikori, Chilic. I just think they're quite old names now. I mean, I think Zverev, you know, is a good for him to finally get through um, and go forward. But I can still see him losing pretty early on, in all honesty. I agree. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I, well, we'll see what this Lendl effect will have. I don't know how much time they've been able to spend, you know, w- with each other. Um, I think the big, the, big, the big name coming out of this quarter for me is Silic. Mm. Um, he's, won, he's won the US Open before. And yeah, I think he's, uh, I think he's kind of a dangerous, you know, he's a very dangerous opponent um, on, you know, on his day, he can beat, you know, he can beat the best in the world and he's, and he's proven that. Yeah, absolutely. No, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how he does. Um, and you've also got, um, well, Tiafo, Francis Tiafo. he's kind of an on the rise American. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm quite keen to see how he does along with some of the other Americans, um, like Mackenzie McDonald, um, Taylor Fritz, you know, the Americans have so many players, so it'll be really interesting to see how all of them fare. Um, they're sort of scattered throughout the draw. So we'll see if any of them can go into the second week or, you know, perhaps further. Yep. Yep. Um, and then moving on to the final quarter, uh, this is um, Djokovic. Well, I mean, this is the big quarter, I guess. This is Djokovic and Federer in the same quarter, which means that... Um, they would face each other in the quarterfinals if they both got there. But you've also got to consider the Nick Kyrgios factor. Um, he's also in this quarter, could face Federer in round three. Um, this, seem, this, this part of the draw seems very, I think, quite tricky um, you know, to, to come out of. 
Yeah, I mean, it's um, definitely the highlight of the draw, isn't it? Um, the quarter between Novak and Fed, if they both get there, uh, barring any mm-hmm. shock upsets. Um, I mean, I, I expect Djokovic would come through that match um, against Federer. You know, he beat him in Cincinnati and just kind of he seems to have his number at the US Open. And Federer hasn't actually won it for 10 years. So I just, I mean, even Federer has kind of come out and said, you know, Rafa and Novak are definitely the two favourites. So I think he's sort of taking that expectation off himself and just kind of going out there having a bit of fun, really. And what do you think on Kyrgios? Oh, yeah, think? that could be that could be a nice match, him and Federer. Um, Kyrgios is, is uh, well, a character, as we all know. So I think, yeah, that Kyrgios is just so up and down, isn't he? You know, just you just don't behaviour. You know, you can throw it away. I think he just needs to control his mind and put it all together if he wants to he, really get. He is up. He is he is up and down. But I saw I read a statistic that said. In all of his matchups against uh, Federer or something like this, um, the uh, I think it was the eight sets they've played, seven seven of them have gone to a tie break. So their matchups have been very very tight whenever they've played each other. So I think you know you would expect um, you would expect uh, you know it to be another kind of closely fought match yeah maybe uh, yeah I'm not sure yeah yeah no we, we'll see it would be interesting and uh I mean yeah Kyrgios is always quite entertaining to watch shall we say so but I think Djokovic his draw is pretty easy um you know until he gets to Federer he's he's you know I think he would play like Troiki in the second round and just no one of sort of real of any real challenge um you know the nicest possible way his draw is pretty, um, pretty bland, I think. Um, he could face uh, Malik Jaziri, which I know is one of your favourite players. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love Jaziri. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so who, um, so moving on, who do you see as your final four? Uh, okay, I'm going to go probably quite boring and mainstream. So I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say Rafa against, oh, I'm going to say Rafa against, I'm going to go for John Isner. I'm just putting it out there. Um, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, well, he whoa, did, he whoa, did whoa. well at Wimbledon. Um, he's American, home crowd. I just, I don't know. I'm not sure what form Delpo is going to be in. Um, Stan, yeah, he's kind of coming back from injury. So I'm just going to go Isner. Um, and then I would say... Djokovic from the bottom and then yeah see I'm not convinced by Zverev or Chilich either um I wonder if Nishikori could kind of pull a run together oh my (laughs) I just want to go against all of the uh no I'll go for I'll go for Zverev I'll go for the Lendl effect and we'll see we'll see Oh, the Lendl- <laughs> oh my god, you're buying into the Lendl effect already. Yeah, but yeah, I mean going even beyond that, I would say a Rafa Novak final. Yeah. Yeah. And to Rafa to win? Uh hopefully as a Rafa fan, that would be I just I think Djokovic might have the end. But they've played some mm-hmm. finals together over the years at the US. So I think it could be an epic five setter like mm-hmm. their Wimbledon semi was. Um, and I think kind of, I feel like the media and the sponsors might be hoping for that final as well. 
Sure. Um, yeah, for me, uh, if you're looking at my predictions, I'm going to say uh, I think you're going to have uh, Nadal versus uh, Warrinka. I think Warrinka is going to continue the form that he showed um, in the US Open, on the US Open, sorry, on the US hard courts uh, already this season. Um, and I back him to get to the semifinals and, and face uh, Novak, sorry, Nadal. Um, and then in the bottom half, I'm, I'm with you in that I think Novak is going to beat Federer, get to the semifinals. And I think he'll face Silic because I think Silic, you know, I think Silic is well placed to kind of, you know, make the most of the draw he's been given. Um, and I certainly think that he can, you know, if he comes to face Zverev, um, I would I would back um, Silic. I mean that in that you know in that matchup. Yeah. Um, going on to the final, like you, I have a I have a Novak Rafa final. Um, so uh, it's it's tough, but I I for me, Novak is the favourite. You know, won Wimbledon. You know, he's done. You know, he won Cincinnati. Um, I just think that. Just, it could be quite. It could be a very. Could be a classic. Could be a classic. But yeah, I'm gonna think Novak just pips it. And how do you how do you think the Brits are gonna do? Like Edmund, Cam Norrie. Um, I think, I think Edmund, Edmund would have liked to have more matches under his belt. Um, I think he, I think he's got an okay draw. I think I could see him get to the fourth round. I think he seems to take it up a level when he plays in Grand Slams versus, you know, on the tour. Um, so I can see him getting to the fourth round um, and facing Rafa. And then, you know, anything after that, I guess, is a bonus. But yeah, I think he could be looking at getting to that second Monday as, um, you know, as a, um, you know, as a, as a target. Yeah. Um, Cameron Norrie as well. Um, I think he faces, uh, was it Jordan yeah, Thompson, Jordan Thompson. The first round? I think Cam can. Uh, yeah, I think I would fancy his chances. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to say you know he could probably get to the. I can say Cameron Norrie second round, and then Murray. Um, God. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he Murray could could well face uh, Lopez or Vadasco second round if he gets through James. Hmm. So, that would be. I think Murray Vadasco would would be a really good match. Oh, I think that, yeah, that'd be a cracker. That would match. be a good five setter. Um, my my just my feeling is that he's at some point. It's it's not it's not to do with his talent or ability. I think for me, it's more his his fitness. Uh, you know, his fitness, yeah. and I would just wonder whether he's going to run out of steam or his body's gonna um, not be able to do what you know what his mind is telling him. And I think he may perhaps run out of juice, you know, maybe in the, if he, I can see him getting past Del Pocho, but um, yeah, maybe it, it would have taken, it would have taken a lot out of him to get to, you know, the fourth round. So I'm, I'm going to say he's going to get to the, the fourth round. Okay. Well, you, 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 you know, you're going to say he's going to get past Del, Del Pocho then. So that's something. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think he would lose to Vadasco in five sets. I'm, I'm sorry, Andy Pams. Yeah, I don't know. I just, <laughs> if he's not fit enough, you know, I just, I'm going to say Vadasco's going to have a run of form at this tournament. 
And what are your predictions for uh, Edmund? Oh, Edmund. Mm. And Norwich. Oh, I'd love to see him. I would love to see him get to the fourth round and, and play Rafa. Um, but yeah, he hasn't had the greatest of run-ups. So but yeah, he does have the first two rounds. Particularly, I think he could certainly win. So yeah, I'd say third round, fourth round. Mm-hmm. And Nori. Nori, yeah. Can you see him getting past Jordan Thompson? Yeah, if he can get past Jordan Thompson, I think, you know, um, I think that's certainly winnable. There's certainly other players, he, you know, he could have faced that wouldn't have been as... Uh, I don't know, it would have been worse. So I think it's an all right draw. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, right, so that covers uh, the men's draw. Uh, let's now move on to the women's draw. Okay, let's have a look at this quarter by quarter. Um, I think going into the tournament, uh, for me, the top seed, Simona Halep. Uh, I think she is kind of, for me, she is the firm favourite um, for the to- for the tournament. Um what, what do you think? What do you think? Kim? Yeah, I mean, I think she's had the best run of form all summer, winning uh, Montreal and then getting to the final in Cincy. So it would be really nice, actually, if she could, you know, um, be the favourite, turn up, perform, win. Um, I think that would be good for the game. And it would really like cement her status at the top. Um, I certainly see her going far, but she does have a pretty loaded quarter as well. Yeah, she could play uh, a Williams sister. They could potentially both meet in the third round. Um, and also Muguruza um, with Pliskova and Stevens also in her half. So it's not going to, it's not, you know, it is a tricky, it is a tricky draw for the top seed. Yeah, if she does come through it and if she does win, then, you know, it certainly would be a, a victory very well deserved. Um, yeah, with the Williamses, Muguruza, Pliskova, Stevens. Yeah, some, you know, Grand Slam champions in there and the champion. so it will be really interesting to see um especially I mean I don't know if I don't even know if the Williamses would I don't know if that they will match up in the third round because Venus has got Kuznetsova mm-hmm. in the first round um and she could yeah. potentially face I think it's Camilla Georgie in the second round and I can see Venus losing to either of those so yeah I yeah I agree I think you know, when the draw was made and a lot of people saw, oh my God, Venus versus Serena round three. Uh, you know, I don't think it's as done a deal um, as that. Mm. It, and, you know, again, uh, you know, looking at Serena as well, um, it, uh, it's really hard to gauge. Yes, she's, you know, one of the most decorated champions of all time. But, you know, going into this, going into this tournament, yeah, it's really hard to gauge how, yeah, how she's going to, how she's going to perform match by match. Yeah, I mean, it would be, she could either go all the way and, and win convincingly or, you know, I mean, she had that mm-hmm. difficult match against Joe Conta recently, but we know we found out later that she was affected by some personal news. So whether that's still playing on her mind at all um, or, you know, it just you just don't really know. She's still kind of coming back. and But she did so well at Wimbledon, you know, in the grand scheme of things. So mm. I think, yeah, her and Halep um, out of that corner, I think quarter rather I think either of them um would be the ones to come through mm-hmm. um and then moving on to the second quarter um this is Sloane Stevens's quarter how do you think uh do you think do you think she's in good shape or you know with the American crowd do you think like she's like cementing her status almost as the number one US US hope going into it yeah I think so I think um especially if she can do well here um really build on her success in the last year 
I think she's, you know, just going to gain more and more fans. Um, but she, she doesn't have the easiest of draws. She's got, um, she has got Azarenka in her little quarter. She's got Elise Mertens, who beat her just mm-hmm. the other week. Um, but yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Because with the women's game it is, we know it is more kind of changeable, generally speaking. So it's, mm. it's kind of I mean, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Azarenka to, oh, no. you know, <laughs> I just keep waiting and waiting and I just get disappointed every time. No, but she, I just think I, she's playing the US for the first time in like three years. So um yeah I mean I would love to see Azarenka have a really good strong tournament because you know I think she's she is an amazing player when she puts it together yeah she's a great character as well but you know it just hasn't seemed to she can't seem to I don't know just make it work I don't know yeah um so yeah so yeah Stevens and then I think in that quarter yeah you've got um Svitolina and Gerges as well. So, you know, again, a couple of players that um, could be, you know, potentially quite quite dangerous um, in, in that quarter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's why it's, a lot of the times I do actually prefer watching the women's game because I do think there is, you know, it's much less easy to predict sometimes. And I just think, you know, um been some excellent matches in the slams this year the women's mm-hmm. side of things so I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen yeah and moving on to the third quarter um we've got I mean we've got some big names here we've got Angelique Kerber we've got Caroline Garcia Yelena Ostapenko Madison Keys, Maria Sharapova Coco Vandeve um I mean all these players it feels like quite a loaded part of the draw yeah, um I would agree any any one of those could easily, I think, get to you know the semi-finals on their day. Uh, I think you know obviously Kerber got to the final of Wimbledon, but she hasn't really had a she didn't really have a great um, August, so she's coming in with not you know not that many you know matches in under her belt. But do you think I'm not sure? Do you think that matters to, matters to her? Do you think she can just turn it on? You know, once she you know gets into kind of Grand Slam, Grand Slam mode. Yeah, I think like she's won three slams now. I think she's kind of never to be discounted because she's just got that pedigree now. Um, so I would probably pick her to come out of this quarter, um, just based on Wimbledon. You know, um, she just got stronger and stronger as the tournament went on. Um, and I think if she's got, I think she's got an all right draw in the early rounds. So. She can probably like play herself into a bit of form if she hasn't, you know, done so this summer already. And she's and in terms she's got of Keys, yeah. uh, fourth round, who I think beat her recently. Um, Sibolkova, I know she played her at Wimbledon potentially in the third round. So, but I think they're all winnable for Kerber. Mm-hmm. And in terms of British interests, you've got uh, Johanna Conta as well. Yeah. Who faces Caroline Garcia in the first round? Uh, tough, tough draw. Oh, they're like my two favourite women's players together. And <laughs> um, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh God!" Um, well, I think I think Joe Conta will will probably get that one. Actually, I mean, Garcia hasn't done too great of late, and she's never been beyond the third round here. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it could be a three set tipsy turvy battle, but I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the women, you'd expect Garcia to, yeah. I just the problem with Garcia is that she she is an amazing player, but she's just sort of in slams like mentally she just can't <laughs> really 
kind of pull it together. But the winner of that would play mm-hmm. uh, Monica Puig, who's done quite well lately. And she's never to be discounted. You know, she won the Olympics and played extremely well. Mm. So I think, um, and then Suarez Navarro in the third round, who is in the final of, um, oh God, I've completely forgotten the name, the tournament that's going on this week. New, New Haven. New Haven. So um, that is quite a tricky little bit of the draw anyway, even if Joe does get through uh, the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, completely agree. And then, yeah, I mean, also Sharapova. I mean, we haven't even touched on Sharapova yet, and she's a you know former champion. So, um, yeah, I think it, that's more. Uh, yeah, it's it feels like an opportunity for someone uh, to grasp from that from that quarter. Yeah, and you've also got the 2017 girls champion Anisimova. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's playing Taylor Townsend. So again. A lot of American players. I think they've got the most in the women's draw. I've got 19 players. Um, so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how she does, actually, as well. Yeah. And finally, fourth quarter, uh, we've got um, Caroline Wozniacki. Um, but probably the, the name, you know, people might you know look at and think is a favourite coming out of that quarter is Kvitova. Mm. Or even possibly Sab- Sabalenka. Sabalenka. I'm not sure. Yeah. She's um, but yeah, um, New Haven. So, but uh, you know, sometimes they play too much running up to it. They have a great, you know, pre Grand Slam tournament, and then they sort of get to the slam. They just they've played too much. You know, they're not used to it. So, yeah, Sabalenka is one of those players. I've not seen too much of her play, but I've heard her. I've heard her name a lot and seen it a lot in in news reports and stuff. And she obviously is a, a big prospect um, on the tour. And it will be interesting, yeah, if, if she comes up against Kvitova um, in the third round, that could, that could have fireworks. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, it'll be interesting to see how Wozniacki does. I think she pulled out in Cincinnati. But that could just be, you know, um, a preventative measure, knowing that obviously the US Open's coming up. She's yep. been in great yep. form since she won the Australian Open. So I don't really fancy her chances um but you've also got naomi osaka who mm-hmm. is obviously on the up um she's in this section kasakina kasakina exactly so yeah it'd be really interesting. kiki kiki burton who won in yeah. cincinnati as well and Buz- um and my yes. one of my cult favorites as well buzanescu indeed so um and also who- to mention wasniaki is actually playing stoza in the first round which Probably be on a show court, seeing as Stoza's a former champion. Sure, champion. Yeah, I was going to say Rod Laver. What's it called? Arthur Ashe. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, from that quarter, I think is anyone's really to go for. Yeah, it's a that's a really hard, uh, a really hard kind of draw to kind of pick pick a favourite from. But I'm going to ask you anyway, and this is uh, getting on to our, our predictions. Um, Looking at the final four uh, for the women, who do you who do you see in the semi-finals? Oh gosh, um, Halep or Williams? Halep or Williams? Oh, I don't. <laughs> Which Williams? Venus Williams? I don't think Venus <laughs> is particularly. I think she might not even meet Serena. Um, ah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go for. No, I'm going to go for Halep, actually. I'm going to stick with uh, my gut and go for Halep. What about you for the for mm-hmm. uh, I Yeah, I agree with you. I think, um, I think Halep, 
although she's got some tricky opponents um, that she could potentially face, I just think she is on another level um, compared to kind of the rest of the, you know, the rest of the top 10. So I think that she, I think that she, you know, she's proven that she can raise her game for, um, you know, for grandstands. And I, yeah, I think she'll get to the semifinals. Yeah, absolutely. And then the second quarter, again, I feel like I should say Sloane Stevens, but I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like could be someone like Savasova or I don't know, you know, Svitolina. She's, she's, you know, never won to discount. I just, I, I mm-hmm. would say, yeah, I probably would say Stevens uh, just based on like form, but I mean, we will see. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. I, again, I'm, it's hard to not back an American, yeah. particularly one who's in good form in front of an American crowd. So for that reason, yeah, it's just, you know, I'd, I would say Stone Stevens as well. I guess she might just have, you know, having won it last year, she's sort of under pressure to defend her title. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that might might get to her a bit, but. Yeah, I think we'll know. Um, I think we'll know a lot more if it's, you know, Stevens Azarenka is a potential third round match. So I think if she can get past that hurdle, yeah. then yeah, I think she's got a very good chance of getting to the semi-finals. Um, And yeah, so third, third, and in the bottom half, um, what what are you thinking? Mm, Well, again, probably sounds quite predictable. Probably Angelique Kerber um, for that Mm -hmm. quarter. I mean, I know that is a loaded quarter and there is a lot of, I mean, Sharapova could go on. You're not banking Conta? Well, to get to the semis. (laughs) Oh, I would absolutely love uh, Joe to get to the semis but just based on her year I don't see it happening but but then I think in a way it's probably better that she's got less pressure on her she hasn't got the expectation she kind of has nothing to lose really you know I think she can just go for it so yeah I mean I would like to see Garcia as well in the semi you know either one of them too um, but mm-hmm. I think realistically probably oh. Kerber or Madison Keys. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going rogue here. I think Sabalenka is she in that bit? Isn't she, she, uh, isn't she? She's in the fourth bit. She's not in Kerber's. Um, I, oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> got carried away there. Got carried away there. Um, yeah, so sorry. In this quarter, who did I have? Um, yeah, I again, yeah, Kerber. I think Kerber's Kerber on hardcore is a good, you know. That's a, a pretty decent proposition. So yeah, I can see her, you know, getting to the semifinals as well. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, the and yeah. quarter. Uh, this is Sabalenka's quarter. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Sabalenka, or I'm going to take a punt on Osaka as well. Not Kvitova. Mm, no, I'm not. I'm not convinced actually. I mean, I like mm-hmm. Kvitova. If she got there, I'd be happy. But I'm going to go for yeah, Sabalenka or Naomi Osaka. Osaka's been kind of quiet lately, but I think she's certainly, she needs to have a, I know she she did so well at Indian Wells earlier in the year, but I think on her home turn, well, she's actually she's Japanese, isn't she? She's not actually American, but I know she mm-hmm. trains in America, so I just think of her as American. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe her or Sabalenka. Yeah, I'm, I'm my, yeah, I'm thinking Sabalenka could go deep in this tournament. And I think, um, yeah, I think she's ready to kind of add a new name to the kind of mix of the upper echelons of the, the women's game. And I think, you know, similar to Sloane Stevens last year, 
I think there's always kind of room for a breakout, you know, a breakout star. Um, and I think Sabalenka is is in a good um, is in a good is in a good kind of way at the moment to to make that happen. She'll probably go out in the first round now, but yeah, I'm going to back uh, Sabalenka in the in the final quarter. Yeah. So, who do you think will be um, in the final? Yeah, so final. I think I'm going to go for Halep Halep. <laughs> yeah, Halep Kerber. Yeah. With Halep, I think Halep's going to win the US Open. Yeah, I would like to see Halep win actually. I think that would be really nice for the game. Yeah, I oh yeah, I agree with you. I like I like I like Halep. I like that um you know, I like her brand of tennis. Um I think you know, she's I think she's on another level to kind of you know the rest of the the tour at the moment and i think that i think that as you said she's got some difficult matches on you know on the way but i think that you know she's got that mentality to to you know look at the two weeks and yeah just kind of take one match at a time and you know ultimately win the win the tournament yeah absolutely absolutely um and and your and your thoughts yeah, I mean, I think although she has a difficult draw, I think that can actually help her, you know, when you go deep and you've already had tough matches, if you can get through them, it puts you in good stead. I think as long as she doesn't have really, really long, tiring matches and really high temperatures, like she did at the Australian Open, and sort of by the time she got to the final, she was just didn't quite have that extra bit to give. Um, as long as she gets on top of people <laughs> and, you know, kills the matches off, earlier i think that'll be should be in good stead um yeah also heather watson managed to qualify which is good yeah <laughs> um, yeah yep. first round is pretty tough she's playing makarova so i wouldn't really expect her to win that one <laughs> you never know yeah yeah she did i mean she's obviously done well to come through uh qualifying and, and get into the main draw um you know um i guess yeah for me anything now is a bonus um but yeah hoping that she can kind of do well um and you know prove some you know prove some of uh doubters wrong mm, absolutely yeah and i'm still eagerly anticipating um, doubles draws which they're not out yet <laughs> it's really that they don't, you know yeah. give them the same uh respect as the singles and you know publish them earlier but i guess they're still kind of just mm-hmm. uh i don't know you know pairings and such like but to see who's uh you know you always get like the random teams don't you um so yeah, I'm waiting for those. Yeah, and I guess fi- my final kind of shout outs on on qualifying, um, Patty Schneider. Patty Schneider, she qualified uh, for the US Open, and she played. She got to the quarterfinals of the US Open twenty years ago, um, which is which is crazy. Uh, so Roger Federer is not the oldest. Swiss person playing the US Open. It's it's uh, it's Patty Schneider. Um, I think she's like, is she forty years old? It's, it's something it's something crazy like that. Although she's not much older than you know, like Venus Williams or even Serena. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, imagine if she got to the quarters again this year. That would be incredible. <laughs> well, she got to the quarterfinals in two thousand. She got to the quarters in nineteen ninety eight, two thousand and eight. Oh, so wow, there you go. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Saving up. Um, 
Yeah. And also, finally, to um, Kathinka von Deichmann, the first ever player to play in the US Open, sorry, in a Grand Slam main draw from the country of Liechtenstein. So, um, again, another kind of <laughs> random, random story coming out of qualifying, but kind of great to see, you know, new players, you know, getting... Uh, you know, able to blood themselves in, in main draws and, and put tennis on a map in a country that, yeah. you know, that probably doesn't have a lot of pedigree. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of pedigree. No. Wow. That's, uh, that's incredible. And that just about rounds it up for this episode of The Passing Shot. I hope you enjoyed uh, our discussion on, on the US Open, uh, looking and previewing the men and women's draws um, and who we think uh, is going to get to the final four and end up as champions as well. Um, remember that you can listen, subscribe and download to us uh, on iTunes, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, you can also check us out on our website, www.thepassingshot.co.uk. And you can also check us out on our Twitter um, and Instagram feeds in the meantime. Uh, Kim, uh, did you have any final, any final words? Um, I'm just excited. Last Grand Slam of the year. And then, you know, we have like an interminable wait until the Australian Open. So let's make the most of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do. And we'll be reconvening um, after, afterwards to discuss what will probably be our terrible predictions um, and looking <laughs> back um, at all the, you know, all the news and uh, results uh, from the tournament itself. So until then, thank you and goodbye.